Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Hello? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Mitch Trubisky was so bad that the Westgate Superbook moved the Trubisky MVP number from 40 to 1 all the way up to 100 to 1, and they could have kept on going, to be honest. If you bet the Bears, it'll be all right. It'll be all right, guys. I think Vic Fangio and Von Miller will be waiting next week over at Mile High, but let's see what they do on Monday night against the Raiders. Did want to send thanks to everyone supporting You Better You Bet weekdays 5 to 9 p.m. on the Radio.com app and everyone listening to the podcast each and every day. Won't be on You Better You Bet next week because I've got five night shows right here on 670 The Score. Won't keep you waiting. Let's get to the picks. Joining me now on Early Odds, an old friend. Gianni Corrales of wagertalk.com. He's on Twitter at Greek underscore gambler. And Gianni, congrats on the new podcast. Three voices that I'm familiar with. It's yourself, Marco D'Angelo, and Kelly Stewart, all friends of this show. All three of you have been on it and have enjoyed your work, all three of you, for a very long time, my man. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me, man. That's what I told you before we went on. I've watched you grind and grind away and come up in this game, man. Congratulations and continued success. And, yeah, you know, we, we put our time in, right? We put time in, built a, a decent following, and, and put in good work. I mean, you know, you provide good content, people could tell. They could see it. If you provide value is what I think, what it comes down to. And now you're doing stuff for ESPN on the UFC. They're embracing the sports betting. And now it's really our time of the year here because uh, we got um, college football underway, and here comes the NFL. I'm so ex- Honestly, I've been here in Vegas now. I think like it's my 21st or 22nd NFL season. It's kicking off in college football season. And I swear to you, I 
still get excited for it. It's so strange because I, I don't even really get excited for games. It sucks. I, a lot of times I'll walk through the casino and I envy guys that are there cheering in games, their bets and stuff. I, you know, I bet every single day. I've done this now for 20 plus years. I'm looking for the next bet to get my money in good. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, I don't do it for fun. I do it for profit. So I don't even get to enjoy it. But there's still, we're not in this by accident, most of us have some gamble in us that do this for a living, you know, and I still have that childhood, you know, when I get excited when I see that first week of football, kind of like when bowl season comes around or the Super Bowl or March Madness, it like ignites that firing you, man. So I'm really excited about this weekend. Oh, for sure. Uh, week zero and week one was cool in college. But this city was about to explode on Thursday, getting set for Bears-Packers on the lakefront. And then the city wanted to explode after the game, but uh, we'll get to that another time. Let's roll through some of these games. We'll just talk about our best bets, NFL and college. I'll start it off. Uh, Johnny, I don't know how you feel about this one, but I'm targeting Colts, Chargers. Andrew Luck shocks the world with his retirement and the line ends up moving with the Bolts favored by three and a half all the way up to six and a half. Who knows? Maybe it ends up touching seven tomorrow. Indianapolis, they thought they were going to battle New England for a right to go to the Super Bowl. And a lot of the public just jumping ship. I don't know if I can back the Colts with Jacoby Brissett under center. Look at his numbers in 2017. But his supporting cast is completely different. This is a different club. Uh, Marlon Mack, the running back, should have a pretty good season. They have Quinton Nelson anchoring the offensive line. There's still T.Y. Hilton and weapons on the outside at tight end like Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron built a nice defense. They bring in Justin Houston, Darius Leonard there. They have an all-time kicker. They had a rough start last year under Frank Reich, and he righted the ship, and they almost came back to win the division. I love the Colts getting six and a half. What do you think? I agree with you. And if you could grab a seven, which you probably will come Sunday, because, again, let's not forget, that's a later game. And books should have exposure going into the afternoon. And the the Chargers look like one of those sides that's going to get a ton of teaser money. Um, So don't be surprised to see the books bump that line up, uh, especially if you don't see wise guys come in on Indianapolis, because that Indianapolis side hasn't gotten any steam yet. But I agree with you. I, I think it is the right side, because I believe it is an overreaction. Action. Listen, I'm high on the Chargers. I'll tell you right now, they're my future in the AFC. I, I pick an AFC team and an NFC team every single year to win the Super Bowl. And in the NFC, I took the Saints this year. I found them at 12 to one, and I bet San Diego at 18 to one. Um, I think. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But at 18 to one, I thought they were very undervalued. This San Diego team, but. I don't think this is a good spot for them. I couldn't agree with you more. Getting a touchdown uh, with the Indianapolis Colts, who everyone has given up on them because of the Andrew Luck situation. Again, this is nothing more than an overreaction. That doesn't mean that the Chargers can't cover. You know, we always say, one football game, there's so much randomness involved. Just ask the Saints, who didn't play in the Super Bowl because someone missed the call. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens over a 60-minute football game, that's going to happen. So all you could do is focus on placing good bets. If you place good bets, long-term you'll make money. And I think that Indianapolis offers you that, a good bet, especially if you could get that seven. And I think it's going to be there, man, I'm telling you. Wait and get that seven on the Colts. I think they're live in this game. I like them. I feel go game either way, Joe. I can't disagree with you at all. Yeah, I agree. The seven will be there. How about one of your best bets in the NFL? 
I got a couple games I like. The, the one bet that I have already placed, I, I know people are going to disagree and they're going to not want to go with this team, but Jacksonville Jaguars over Kansas City. I, listen, regression for Kansas City is expected. It has to be. I mean, anyone that bets and, and looks at the data and, and analytics even a little bit knows that they were just so off the charts. A regression is it's almost guaranteed. Um, and then you couple that with missing a lot of pieces, and now you're a road favorite. And let's not forget, they're not sneaking up on anyone this year. And more importantly, um, Jacksonville, forget what you saw from them last year. They're a year removed from, what, being three minutes away from representing the AFC in the Super Bowl? They were leading against New England two seasons ago. I mean, last year you saw what happens. The defense gives up on the team halfway through, and that's it. Um, They finally got a quarterback down there. So Jacksonville's going to be a better football team than than most are given credit for. And this Kansas City side may look like free money to a lot of betters, because I'll tell you what, talking to sports books, this is the most – not only the heaviest bet game so far – Meaning volume-wise, it's attracted the most money from the betting public. It's the most one-sided. And I'm not saying, I'm not fading the public. You don't get rich fading the public unless you're a bookmaker and you get 11 to 10. So I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is knowing that people are hammering Kansas City and yet this line's dropping, rest assured, sharp guys agree with me. They took the plus four on Jacksonville. Their power ratings reflect this line should be a lot closer. Um, so, again, I, I took Jacksonville, man. I, I know Kansas City was dangerous last year and made a ton of money early on. But let's not forget, down the stretch, the market caught up with them. I think they were 1-4, 1-5 their last couple games. Um, so, again, uh, the, the NFL is one of the most efficient betting markets on the planet. That's why they'll take a $100,000 bet from anyone. You could just walk up you know, on a Sunday afternoon, and, and they'll take Take it um, and in a brown paper bag, but try to get a thousand down on a college basketball total out here. Good luck. You're going to go to six sports books to get that down um, because they, they know they're very efficient in the NFL. Their, their lines are very sharp. And again, you're seeing this one drop. It, it's a telling sign for me. And, and mm-hmm. knowing that sharp guys are on it makes me a little more comfortable that I grabbed my four. Yeah, and that's another pros versus Joe's game. And what does it tell you? The books are saying, hey, we're getting Chiefs money 9-1, to one, but the line keeps on dropping. Tells me everything that I need to know that the Jaguars is probably the right side. Uh, I'm looking at Monday night as well, and there's another dog jumping out. Now, you like the Saints out of the NFC, so you know, you might not care for this one. People are seeing New Orleans in the Dome primetime getting scared. But the Saints usually come out of the gates pretty slow early on in the season. Last year, they lose to the Bucks in Week 1. They barely beat the Browns in Week 2. Uh, it took overtime to get past Atlanta in Week 3. A couple years ago, 0-2 start. Three years ago, an 0-3 start. And now Deshaun Watson finally has some protection as they trade for Laramie Tunsil to help that offensive line. You still have one of the premier wideouts in Hopkins there. I don't think the defense of the Texans is as bad as some people say. They're getting a touchdown on Monday night. Watson plus 7? Give me the Texans. And I'll do you one better. Guess who the Saints have on deck next week? The Los Angeles Rams. Oh! (laughs) At L.A. (laughs) It's a look-ahead spot. 
Uh, yeah, if, if, if they don't get caught looking ahead, nobody does. I know it's week one and you probably shouldn't, but if they're not licking their chops for the Rams game, nobody is. Um, I can't disagree with you. I like the under. I bet the under, I'll tell you that already. I bet under 53 and a half. Um, I thought that total was too high. Again, we already know more times than not, there's going to be a bias involved on primetime games. Bookmakers will tell you their week comes down to the result of the Sunday night game and the Monday night game and the reason for that is simple public money outweighs sharp money in the nfl and people that are behind look to catch up that on those primetime games people that are ahead look to double up on those primetime games so the outcome of those especially when they're getting one-sided action rest assured that the book's have to protect themselves, and the way they protect themselves is by shading the line towards those biases. Um, so we know on prime time, more times than not, if you have marquee teams, high-profile offenses, they're going to shade that total high. Now, it doesn't mean you blindly bet all the unders, but you can find some spots where you know I'm getting a few points of value. If the handicap makes sense, then let me step up and fire. And I think with this game, it does. I really don't think you're going to get a shootout here. I don't. I don't think Houston's going to go into New Orleans turning, trying to turn this into a shootout. You're not beating New Orleans in a shootout in New Orleans. Um, So if they come with that mindset, I don't think it's going to turn out well for them. But I don't see that happening, man. I mean, and listen, as good as the Saints are, we know they scored 30 points a game last year. They scored a little more than that at home, 31, 32 points. I get it. It's hard to maintain that. Man, it's hard to do that week in, week out. And I think their defense is going to be improved. And let's not forget, Houston's defense only allowed less than 20 points a game last year. And down the stretch, they played even better than that. They didn't win, but their defense played well. Their offense just couldn't score. Um, So for me, I bet the under. And I can't disagree with you. I mean, you're getting a touchdown with Houston. It's not the worst bet I ever heard in my life. You've got Joe Ostrowski and... Yanni Corrales from wagertalk.com on Sports Radio 670. The score you're listening to early odds. Uh, Vegas Runner, do you have another NFL play? Yeah, I'm going to give you one more because I bet this one. I bet the, the first half at plus a half. I bet Carolina Panthers over the Rams. Carolina plus three um, at home. It's down to one and a half, two right now. Um, again, three such a key number. I hate giving out this is my pick because now that it's one and a half or two, people that are listening, they're like, okay, what do you want me to do? Should I bet it or shouldn't I bet it? I think the value's still there because I did bet it on money line as well. I took Carolina plus three. I took Carolina on the money line a little bit, and I bet Carolina plus a half a point in the first half. I think Carolina's coming out to play, man. The Rams had a phenomenal season last year, granted. Um, but here's another team that I think you're going to see a slight regression from. And, and, again, they're on the road in week one. Favorites. And they have the New Orleans Saints on deck next week, knowing coming to L.A. Now, again, I'm not saying they're going to overlook Carolina. It's their first week of the season. Um, but I, I think Carolina could definitely hang with this team and getting a field goal. It's off. I, I think this line should be closer to a pick em. I mean, because if they were playing in L.A., or oh, L.A. would be a touchdown favorite over Carolina, I'd be all over Carolina if you're giving me a touchdown. So for me, I like Carolina. I think there's some value there, and I said I bet them. Even still, I think there's value there. I bet them. I bet them in the first half. I bet them for the game. I also took the, the, the Panthers. That's the second pick.
This is a little scary. We're agreeing across the board. Good, we, good. That's a good thing. I respect <laughs> your opinion. Honestly, there's guys that I, I want to, to agree with me, and I'll admit it. There's guys I don't want agreeing with me. Joe, you're one of the guys I want agreeing with me. I know you have a lot of sources. I know you spend your day doing this all day. Like, I'm not stroking you. I'm just being honest. I know because I do the same thing. And a lot of people have other responsibilities, man. They have jobs. They have, you know, their kids' little leagues. They have this. They have that. They don't have time to put in to do the work that you do if it's your your career. So I, I know if your opinion to me matters more. And it's not no disrespect to people that don't have the time to put in, but it's like anything else. You know, you get out of it what you put into it. And you can't look at a newspaper or a sports page or, you know, look online for 30 minutes a day and think you're going to beat the Las Vegas sports books and you're going to do it lane 11 to win 10. If you think your knowledge of the game is good enough to overcome that 4.5% hold, your arrogance is going to make you broke eventually, man, because I'm here to tell you it isn't. I've been here 20-plus years. I've seen more people come here with with dreams of beating their sports books because they paper traded at home and and they won or they had a good year with their bookmaker in their town and they think they could bet make a living for the rest of their lives. It's a hard racket to beat, man, if you ain't putting in the time. So again, not to go on a rant, but I respect your opinion. And if you're (laughs) on my side, babe, that's a good thing, Joe. You know the feelings mutual. Gianni Corrales says Jacksonville plus four, Carolina plus three, if you could still get that. I'll probably get that on Sunday if you wait. And I'm on Indianapolis plus six and a half. We think it'll get to seven and Monday night, Houston plus seven. Let's go to college. I'll start us off here. And I'm looking at number one, Clemson against number 12, Texas A&M. I can't believe this. Some people are reporting that 75, 80% of the bets are coming in on the underdog at Texas A&M after they took care of Texas State last week. And some viewed Clemson start as a rougher one because Trevor Lawrence isn't running away with the Heisman after one week like many expected. Now, this was just a two-point game at College Station last year. The big difference is Kelly Bryant was the quarterback, not Trevor Lawrence. This is probably going to be the lowest point spread that Clemson has to deal with all year at 17, and uh, I, I usually don't mess around with lines like this, but I'm going to lay the 17 and take Clemson. I love it, man. I really do. And again, it has nothing to do with, with fading the public because I'm not getting 11 to 10. I have to lay 11 to 10. So I'm not getting rich fading them. But I agree with you. I think they're reading that so wrong. In, in college football, I'm going to tell you, um, I, I trust my, num- my power ratings. And I am confident mine are, are reflect what a lot of sharp guys who win long terms reflect. And I can tell you, it's Alabama, Clemson, and everyone else. Everyone else is at least on a neutral field a touchdown worse than Clemson and about 10 points worse than Alabama. I'm talking <laughs> Michigan, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma's. Forget the A&M's who are way down on the list. Honestly, power rating-wise, they're not even a top-20 team. If they were playing Alabama, they'd be getting three touchdowns against them on a neutral field. That's 20 points at least on a neutral field they should be. 
against Bama. So they against yep. Clemson just as much. You know what I mean? That I, I agree with you, and I think Clemson, because it's a big name, it's Texas A&M, you're going to get their full attention. It's not Florida International that you're playing. You know what I mean? It's not Appalachian State, which you're like, okay, if they sneak up on us in the first half, all we got to do is turn it on. You got the better athletes, dude. You, you know what I mean? You got the better coaching staff. You got the better playbook. You got better everything. Yep. All you got to do is show up. You'll win the game. That's why in college football, you know, I'm sorry to say it, but uh, if you look, a team like Rice, Massachusetts, Akron, Liberty, New Mexico, they're never going to beat Alabama. They could play them 50 (laughs) times, and I don't think even randomness is going to help them. Those two teams are on a different level. That's why if you're doing futures and you don't have Alabama or Clemson, it feels like a big waste of money. I've just stuck with the conference plays this year, Gianni. What about you for college this week? I'm going to pick a team that I think is going to sneak up on, on all, and that's Tulane over Auburn, man. I bet them <laughs> plus 18. I absolutely love Tulane in this spot, man. They, they, they crushed Florida International last week. They held them to like two yards per rush and and they ran on them for 350 yards now i get it um auburn's not florida international in fact i was making fun of florida international earlier but auburn's coming off a big game against oregon man they left a lot on that field to get that win um now you have tulane coming in here and i don't think auburn's going to beat them by three touchdowns i'm sorry um that's just way too many points to give in this spot again Auburn did it on a national stage. Not only did they win, but they covered. And the premium was attached, and I'm not surprised. And nobody's going to, you know, bat an eye that Tulane blew, beat up Florida International. You know what I mean? Even though they were only three-point favorites, so it was supposed to be competitive, and they blew them out by four touchdowns. Um, that's pretty impressive. 18 points was too many. It's 17, 17 and a half right now. Same thing. I like Tulane. A nice letdown spot. I still have no idea what Gus Malzahn was doing, but his team ended up winning the game last week against Oregon. Oh, my God. He almost coached them out of it. Go for two once in a while. Exactly. No, no. if If the gambling gods have any, like, if they care about us at all, at all. Auburn has no business covering this week. Uh, VR, I've got 30 seconds. I I know you do some great work for ESPN covering the UFC, the betting angles. Do you have a play for us this weekend? Yeah, but he's a favorite man. Taisimov. It's Marbeck Taisimov against Diego Ferreja. He's a favorite around 250, 240, 230. You can find him different spots. That's one that he should be a minus 400 favorite, man. Like, that's one where the line's just way, way off. Awesome. Well, we'll take a look at that uh, coming up this weekend. Gianni Corrales, wagertalk.com. He's on Twitter at Greek underscore gambler. It was a blast as always, my man. Thanks for having me, Joe, man. And good luck to everyone this season. Take it slow. You got months ahead to bet. Preach. NFL and college picks every Saturday, 8.30 a.m. right here on Early Odds, 6.70 the score. Again, don't get too nuts on the first NFL Sunday of the year. There are a lot of weeks to go. No bears, so sit back, relax, enjoy your red zone time. That's what I'll be doing. Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and Matt Spiegel is next on the score. Five night shows this week. We'll talk then. Best of luck, everyone. Worried? 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.